about to witness. The timing is all fucked up. The awesome, a crushing uh, might of the eulogy dance. Robinson. <laughs> That's my specialty. Show. my friends <laughs> a show that seemingly never fucking ends uh, this is version uh, 2 7 2 of the Eugene S. Robinson Showstopper I am your host Eugene S. Robinson clearly the mics don't work I got the mics I got the focus right ah good for you man Eight hours away, Mr. Lee. I'm going to be talking about the, the, the use today anyway, so it's perfect. I got the focus right. I got it plugged in. I was getting levels yesterday. It seemed to work. I put it in today. I didn't even check the levels. Seemed like, well, maybe it'll come back, but it didn't hijack the whole fucking show. Anyway, let's let Bob Riley sing us in. As he has every week since 2007, it's Stigmata. The song is called Intro All of Nothing from the Calling of the Just record. Still available from Revelation Records in Huntington Beach, California, where they hit your car with a hammer, run your mayor pro tem out of town, and, and, and beat you to death, uh, uh, shoot you to death at a nightclub. Listen to Bob Riley, who's on Pod Scum Show, by the way, as a result of this intro. Listen to Bob Riley. Listen well. But I could not see so clear, but I'm taking a real good look at you. I'm taking a real good look at your face. So being payback in full, always nothing. All right, all right, my friends. Uh, yeah, I got, I got mics here. I got it. I got it. It looks like an SM58. It's not an SM58. And I got this other blue disc. But clearly the sound driver on, uh, uh, yeah, well, they're upstate, you know. Stigmata is upstate. Uh, Mr. RP is making a comment about New York hardcore. And Swiss. Yeah, I guess technically they're New York hardcore, but I always think of them, uh, Stigmata, as upstate guys. If they weren't on the Lower East Side with me in 1981, 82, upstate guys. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I got to, for those, uh, those listening on SoundCloud, I, I'm going back and forth through the mics because I have no idea. We're not. This is the only one that's working because I've unplugged the others because they were fucking up my stuff. So no, it, this is this is foolishness. This is foolishness. I had the this one. This mic was for free, so that wasn't foolish. This I had to pay for. So uh, anyway, and, and anyway, let me tell you a little story that makes me warm inside. It's about some friends growing up and all the things they tried. Uh, it, it generally, you know, I try to keep, uh, instances of my love life off of the show for one reason and one reason only. Uh, I gotta tell you, that's right. Hicks and Roos. I gotta tell you, it's because of um, my next novel, love question mark, love exclamation point is going to be about most of this stuff. You know, it's fiction cause it's a novel, but you know, anyways, 
like in high school, the early punk rock scene was like in high school because a lot of these people were uh, were in high school, right? I wasn't. I was in college, but I was hanging out with people who were in high school when I was in college because it was punk rock and it was a melting pot. So somebody, say this girl named Lisa, tells me, hey, uh, Becca likes you. And I was like, well, who's Becca? Because <laughs> I'm on kind of on the spectrum about this stuff. You know, Becca could be talking to me, you know, twirling her hair and like, you know, make it. And I would just be like, I, I, I don't get it. What, what, are you, what are you doing? Nah, nah, I wasn't old then. I was like 20, 21. And she was like 17. Right. So whatever. Uh, Becca's smart. Smart as a whip. Really liked her. And uh, and. Uh, you know, I'd see her at shows and say, hey, I didn't make a move. But, you know, her friends were like, Becca really likes you. What the fuck are you going to do about it? It's like, Jesus Christ. Like, all right. I got I can't, I can't ignore that. Uh, how, how do I handle this? So I figured, OK, you know, uh, um, I, I, I don't know. I maybe. And I had a party. I didn't think to specifically invite Becca to the party, but it was after a whipping boy show and I was having a party. So I said, Hey, everybody come back to my, I was living in a trailer then. <laughs> yeah. A trailer, a trailer that they condemned because not just it's a trailer park on Stanford campus that was condemned because people were falling through the floor of the showers, you know, uh, uh, and uh, anyway, so I have this party. But it can't have been that party. See, this is where the unreliable narrator kicks in. It had to be something else. Any case, I see Becca. This is being retold to me by Becca, who I discover on the Internet some 40 years later, 30 years later, whatever. And Becca says, do you remember what happened last time we saw each other? Your spider sense at this point should tell you that something bad is about to happen. Do you remember what happened last time I saw you? And inside, I could hear go, uh-oh, uh-oh, abort, abort. Johnny Utah, pull a ripcord, get out, get out. But it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. I'm into, I'm into the conversation. And let me tell you what I remember. Eugene, Becca likes you. Cool. I, I, I got to start hanging out with Becca. And next thing I know, Becca's hanging out with a friend of mine, Ron, who used to play bass in in uh, uh, juvenile justice. And they're both giving me the stink eye at shows like I did something wrong. I said, what the fuck? I don't know. But, you know, I'm on the spectrum. So people want to stop talking to me. I'm OK with that. That's all right. Go your way. Right. <laughs> all right. All right. So. Becca says. Do you remember what happened last time we saw each other? And I said, I, uh, no, I don't. Could you enlighten me? She goes, yeah, sure. Came to visit you at Stanford. You saw me. You gave me a big hug. You proceeded to carry me. I go, physically? She goes, I don't know of any other way. Well, you know, I could be laughing at your jokes, you know. She says, no, carry me. Physically carried me. You carried me to your trailer. You kicked the door into the trailer. You carried me back to your room. You kicked the door into your room. I go, yeah, what happened then? This sounds like a, a good story. And she goes, you threw me on your bed. 
I said, well, you know, did I, I place you? Or did I throw you? She goes, you threw me on your bed and you said, I'll be right back. I go, cool. That sounds like, ah, JW's here. That sounds like a good story. Fuck it. I said, I'm like fucking manning it up here, right? After that slow, stumbly start, I'm fucking delivering. She goes, yes, but you never came back. I go, I, you know, he doesn't sound like me. And she goes, that is definitely you. Let me get this straight. I saw you. I hugged you. I picked you up and carried you to my trailer, kicked the door in, kicked the bedroom door in, threw you on the bed, and then I left and never came back. She goes, yes. I go, well, that would account for why you were so angry with me. She goes, could you explain yourself? I go, if I couldn't have explained myself in 1982, I most certainly cannot explain myself in 2017. How are you anyway, though? <laughs> so, so Becca proceeds to tell me, she proceeds to tell me that she is now like some fucking world beater. She works and lives in Hong Kong. No, she says she went. Yes, exactly. I did say that. I go, maybe you came, maybe, maybe you, uh, you left too soon. She's like, no, I waited for you for like hours. <laughs> well, you do realize I took a lot of LSD back then. Did you realize that? She goes, well, uh, I go, even that being the case, I, all I knew about Becca at the time was that some there was some rumor going, some nasty, unfounded rumor that she had uh, had gotten herpes. Now, now, okay, as a, much of a crazy germaphobe as I am, maybe this worked its way into my head and I was afraid to, what the fuck? I, you know what? You know what I probably did? I probably went somewhere else and complained about how I couldn't get laid. That's how, that's, that's how, uh, it doesn't make any sense. Any case, Becca has found me on, uh, on the, the internets. And so we start communicating. And it's very outside of, I just owned up to it. I was like, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Was I scared because she was under 18? What, uh, did, I, did I make a run to the store for condoms and then I got caught up in 7-Eleven, which happens? <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, yeah, Sabatello's right. Hit the like thing. So uh, I don't know, what this, but that's not the point. The point is now we're talking. She's happy. She's got kids. She's married. She's a hot shot. She lives and works in Hong Kong where she's doing some high, like shit that's so complicated that I can't even tell you what it is. It's like finance, trading, I don't know what the fuck. People are texting me. They're trying to stop me from telling the story. Nah, I won't be, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna keep going. So, uh, uh, so, uh, so we're, things are perfectly normal. We're getting along really well. One of you's, who listens to the show, one of yous, and I'm, I'm not going to put anybody on Front Street because I can't remember who it was anyway. One of yous some, created some art. They took some Photoshop thing, a, a photograph of me like this, 
and they put it on a famous Nazi's head. They turned put my head on a famous Nazi's body, and they posted it. Now, you know me. I thought that shit was hilarious. So I tweeted it out, and I put it on uh, Facebook. Nobody says anything. A few days goes by, and uh, I get an email from, from Becca. And Becca was like, Eugene, what the fuck? And I go, what? What the fuck? She goes, Eugene, what the fuck is that thing on your page? I go, oh, that's some fan fan art. You mean with me as, as a Nazi? And she's like, yeah. She, I go, this is some fan art. She goes, you know, people might not get it. I go, a black Nazi? You, you, what? To get what are you what are you saying? What's happening? She's like, you, you realize I'm 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 a Jew, right? I go, well, okay, that makes two of us. Where are we going with this? And she's like, well, I just you know, I just happen to not think fucking Nazis are funny. Do you think I think Nazis are funny? She's like, I don't think that you think that Nazis are funny, and I know you think that I don't think Nazis are funny. So if neither one of us think Nazis are funny, what the fuck is it doing up there? I go, somebody, somebody put it up, and it amused me that it was sent to me, and I put it up because it sparks conversations, which is what we're having. And she goes, huh, okay, I got to go. She rings off. Well, it must have days later irked her enough where she's like, you know what? This guy who threw me on the bed and didn't have sex with me, fuck him. She goes to the powers that be and complains. They threaten me. They fucking pull it off. Facebook or some such thing. I don't accuse her of it. I feel like Hyman Roth here and The Godfather. I didn't ask. Mo was a little headstrong. You know, he shot off his mouth sometimes. I didn't ask who gave the order because this is the business we're in. I didn't ask if she had done it. It's the business we're in. So, so, uh, I didn't need the rights to the Sammy, Sammy Davis Jr. photo for the King of the Jews because it's not a photo. It's an illustration done by a famous artist, Jim Blanchard. It's a, 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 a dot, not dot matrix. He does a, he does a stipple pen. So, uh, uh, so I don't, you know, I'm assuming I'm still cool with Becca. Becca is still cool with me. That's fine. So, <laughs> so tied into this, I'm sitting around. I get a call last week. Usually I give you a rundown of what's happened in the week, and that's what I'm doing now. I get a call last week. It's Nico from Oxbow. I go, hey, what do you want? He's like, uh, Joe and I, yeah, just get to the point. You're rambling. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I said, I don't have any patience. I got to have a long, drawn-out conversation. I ain't talking on the phone. So what? It, it's like, we need you to come up in the studio and sing some more songs. I go, oh, oh. Sing some more songs. What you don't know, and what I wrote about in the Substack, which I'm sure some of you have not yet read, is that for Love's Holiday, the new Oxbow record, this is a miniature version of it, <laughs> for Love's Holiday, we recorded 21 songs. 
I was writing my ass off like Jay-Z, writing lyrics on the on my phone, on the back of paper bags, whatever, trying to get through these songs. I was as shocked as anybody when Love's Holiday ended up being nine songs, ten cuts, but nine songs. And I'm like, yo, bro, uh, I wrote a fucking lot of lyrics. Uh, okay, so that's uh, 12 songs. Where are they? Where are they? Where, where are the 12 songs? Where are the 12? It goes, no, no, no. What we're going to do is, so we don't have to wait another six years between Oxbow records or 10 years between Oxbow records. Since none of us have clocks at home that are running backwards. What we're going to do is, pay attention. What we're going to do is, we're going to save those for a second record that we're going to start working on right after we get this first one out. So we have a shitload of videos. We have a video for every song on the record, Love's Holiday, and we still have two that are left outstanding. One by John Levy, who did the Thousand Hours, and then one by uh, um, by actually a woman who was a creative director for, for <laughs> creative director for uh, who's that cat from fucking Oingo Boingo who just got busted for jerking off eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars he had to pay this one for jerking off in front of her, and she pegged him <laughs> because why? Because he did Danny Elf uh, Elfman, is that, is that his name Elfman? Uh, because he didn't make the last eighty thousand dollar payment, not to her, Danny Elfman, not to her, but to her a, a charity of her choosing, which is apparently a charity helping people who have had to watch Danny Elfman masturbate. <laughs> I never liked Danny Elfman, but this creative director of his, I like her quite a lot. Barrett Jilma is her name. So she's supposed to be doing the last video. I don't know what's going on. Nico's handling it. I haven't heard hide nor hair what's going on. But So that's what I've been busy with. So they call me and oh, I got to say, do you remember the song? I go, remember the song? I don't remember anything. I don't remember the lyric. I don't remember the song title. And so he says, Joe's got a title for this new record. I go, what's the title? He goes, Shine, Shake, Swagger, Point, Blair. I could, I could look it up for you, but what's the point? And I goes like, that sucks. He goes, well, it's a line from one of the songs. I go, no, it's not. He goes, you're right. Actually, he put he replaced Shine with Swagger. I go, it sucks. He goes, well, you can tell him that when you get there. Get where? You got to come to the studio. You got to sing this out. Oh, God, okay. So get up, drive up to almost die several times. 880 is a terrible freeway. Get there. And I said, you know, talking to Joe, I love this guy. Nice to see him. And I said, okay, uh, all right, okay, let's... Uh, there's a, I say, hey, you know, your song title sucks. You stay, stay in, just stay in your lane. Let me. So I go in, I sing the two songs, and uh, it takes way longer than I think because whatever. Uh, so, uh, um, yeah, Elfin, you know, Elfin, uh, I've never li- I never liked Oingo Boingo, you know, and I never liked the soundtrack stuff. Like what, what, who is that guy who uses John Williams? Like Spielberg is to John Williams where he just says, go do your John thing. And John always do, does too much of the John thing. Uh, Tim Burton with Danny Elfman is the same way. Oh, go just do your Danny Elfman thing. It's always by measures too cute, but whatever, you know, Barrett's a friend and she's okay. That's, she's cool. Okay. So I sing these songs and tell them the song time, but then I, I figure, okay, these guys are making serious headway. They're just doing overdubs. And then they're going to mix. Then we'll have a second record ready. I need to come up with a fucking title. I, and I, I, and I, 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 you know, I, uh, 
I don't, uh, what do I, what do I need here for a title? I guess I should read the lyrics. I asked Nika for lyrics and I, you know, I don't have the lyric shit and I'm dry as I'm driving back and I go, you know, it has to have love in the title so that people understand that these are a set like fuck fest to thin black Duke in my mind is a set, but loves holiday because of the recording session, all being the same, the record that comes with it is the set. And I go, but, you know, something, you know, I need something to kind of travel log us back into the ox, into planet Oxbow, which is very closely aligned with how I see the world. Right. The finals already. It's out. People are sending me pictures of it. That's how I know. In addition, I got. This is my little fucking stock here, man. I got to take out the record player and play this shit. But I got a little. There it is. There's the vinyl, the big one. And because I got the coolest kids in the world, here's what they gave me for Father's Day. <laughs> and here's the insert for Love's Holiday with the lyrics, because I need them. Aaron Turner from Sumac, the artwork. And here's another record I'm on. Uh, Ryan Kent, he has people like Randy from Lamb of God and Mike Williams read his poetry on here so i suggest you get it it's called dying comes with age or if i love this guy he got stiffed by ozzy for 250 bucks my heart goes out to him and tim doll gave me this child abuse record tim doll he was over in my house a few days ago hanging out so i don't you, you you know how rare that is he came with lydia lunch they were hanging out yeah mike from i hate god i don't really have a lot of people Aaron uh, from uh, Sumac did the cover art for uh, uh, Love's Holiday. Um, I don't have a lot of people come to hang out. So, um, so I'm driving, I'm driving, and it comes to me. It comes like, like, like a diamond, like a, a diamond through my forehead. That was my Brando, because Colonel Kurtz, a bad one. I forgot, I was kind of messing up the tone. Oh, is it your 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 neither your grocery clerk sent by by your 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 delivery boy sent by grocery clerks to deliver the bill and, and so, yeah. it was like a diamond through my forehead and I said the love life of Adolf Hitler now I know I don't have a snowball's chance in the hell of of negotiating the rest of Oxbow into that title. But if that is not the greatest fucking title ever, I don't know what is. It's it un, it makes it clear. It ties it. Love's holiday, the love life of the art of Hitler. It's a fucking set. It's a yin and it's a yang. It's a, the ding and the, the, the dang and the, it's an up and it's a down. It's the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. It says it all. But I know what the pushback is going to be, and the pushback is going to be what. The pushback is going to be Becca's pushback. But, you know, people are going to misunderstand. They're not going to. Do you really think that this record's a product of the Fourth Reich? Do you really think by putting up the fan art of me sig heiling with my smiling face on type of a Nazi's body, do you think I, the pushback I got was in this day and age, Eugene, these are things we can't joke about? Um, I'm not shitting on anybody for being irked. I don't, there's lots of stuff that irks me, but I got that New Yorker thing in me. 
I don't like it, but it's none of my business. But nowadays, everything, because of the internet, because of people, because of media, because we're a nation of fucking crybabies, everything is everybody's business all the time, and I, I hate it. So the title of the new next record should be The Love Life of Adolf Hitler. Yeah, yeah. Listen, let me. If you tell, if you can think of a better name for a fucking record, I don't know about you, but instantaneously I would go out and buy it. How do I know? Because it's the name of a video I have called "The Love Life of Adolf Hitler." <laughs> it's a great video. I fucking bought it because of the title. What is it? Nothing. It's just Hitler home movies from Berksus Garden of him walking around 